The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Hello, my friends. Welcome back on this Monday morning as we take a few minutes out of our day uh, to be in God's word together. We're glad you're with us, glad you are taking time uh, to study the Word of God, to listen to the Word of God, and let, thanks for letting us be part of your day. Uh, we've been going to the book of Matthew, uh, through the life of Christ, and recently through the Sermon on the Mount, and we're in Matthew chapter 7, and we're going to jump on a, another topic. One of the things I love about going verse by verse through books of the Bible is you do hit topics. Uh, instead of having the topic being what you run through Scripture, uh, you still hit these topics, though. So today we're going to talk about the question, when I pray, can I expect God to do something? Um, wh- how can I expect? What, what should be the result? Um, and so, because a lot of times you say, I've prayed about this. What, you know, Will God do this? Should I expect God to do this? How do I respond? What do I do? How do I know when he's answered? And those are very good questions, questions that we should be asking. If you're, if you're taking time to pray about something, well, then you should be hoping that God will do something. So what do you do? So we go back to Jesus' teaching. He's on the Sermon of the Mount, and he is teaching the people. And he comes to this section and he talks about the idea. Now you see this in other sections. Luke 9 talks about it, or Luke 11, I'm sorry, talks about it in a little more detail. In Matthew chapter 7, verse 7, Jesus says this, Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and he who seeks finds. And to him who knocks, it will be open. Or what man is there among you who, if his son asks for bread, will give him a stone? Or he asks for a fish, he will give him a serpent. If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father who is in heaven give you good things to those who ask him? Therefore, whatever you want men to do to you, do also to them, for this is the law and the prophets. So he starts off with a phrase that we hear a lot, but I think we need to make sure we understand it. He says, ask and it will be given to you, seek and you seek and you will find, knock, and it will be open to you. For everyone who asks receives, he who seeks finds, and him that knocks, it will be open. Now, first of all, we got to understand what does that look like? He does tell us to ask, then seek and knock. So the premise is we have to go into prayer. We have to take time. Let me go, let me take one step back. I think it's important. When he says you will see, if you seek this, you will find it, it will be given to you. What is he referencing? I will say this. He's not promising that whatever you ask for, you're going to get. So if I come out today and say, God, I am begging you to put a million dollars in my account. So I'm going to ask for that. I'm going to seek it, which means I'm going to go to the bank and I'm going to look for my million dollars and I'm going to keep knocking. I'm going to keep opening up my app and finding out where it's that. Because what I'm asking for is not necessarily in his will. Uh, if I'm asking for a brand new car, maybe I'm asking for something. In fact, Luke 11, he talks about the idea that we don't receive because we've asking to consume it in our own lusts. There's a selfish motive behind it. So if he's promising, though, that we will receive it, what is he telling us that we're promised to receive? And it's simply this. He's promising an answer. If you ask God, he will give you an answer. Some, and there's really only three potential answers. There's the answer of yes, there's the answer of no, and there's the answer of wait. Please remember that God answers in his time. Even though we go to God, and, and I do believe prayer does move God, it will not move God outside of his character. It move, will not move God outside of his will. When I move, I, I activate that because I do believe that if God wants something in my life and I'm not in prayer asking for it, I may miss out on it. But this is not asking God to step outside of his already his will for us, his sovereignty, and what he knows is best for us. 
Uh, he's he's not just a drive-through boy waiting for us to say, okay, and you know, get like it or not, I'll give you what's going on. He has a plan for us. He knows what's best for us, and that's what he's trying to promise us. So he's promising us an answer. Um, so. Ask, seek, and knock. So and it's not just ask. I ask and I keep going. I keep looking. So for instance, if you're looking for work, you're going to beg God, you're going to ask God to help you find work. Then you're going to go, you know, make, give applications. And then when you fill out the application, you're going to get back looking until God provides. That's the premise. We said this yesterday in church. God has already given us what we need to be able to accomplish his will when we pray for it, then we need to go out and find it. We need to seek it. He's put it around us. That might be friends. It might be resources. It might be our own strengths and gifts. It might be something God's put in our heart that he wants us to do. If he has something in your life he wants you to accomplish, he's put it there. Now, the timing thing's tricky. We say, you know, we wait for God's timing. He may not have done that yet. So if you've not heard God say yes or no, then the simple answer is wait. And I understand that that can be a very frustrating part of the Christian journey. Uh, because in your mind, you need it now, or you want it now. And that's that's all of us, because the human nature, especially in our accelerated culture, uh, we want something, we want it immediate. And not having something immediately just, just doesn't make sense. Uh, because, you know, fast food, all the different thinking we have, is just a very different world. So we have to go back to that perspective of realizing that it's got to be in God's time. In Galatians, he said, be not weary in well-doing. For in due season you will reap if you do not faint. And that's the primary, in due season, in God's timing. And then, you know, you can fail, you can back out, you can quit and say it's not worth it. And in doing that, what you're going to find is that what God was planning to do in your life, well, he may not, because you've stepped out of that opportunity. You're no longer there to receive that answer. So uh, ask, seek, and knock, ask, but can you trust, we gotta understand it's gotta be God's timing. Then he talks about, in verse nine, he gives this idea of the heart of um, the heart of man, of God to want to give to us, and we see that in the picture of Him as a Father. He says in verse nine, "What man is there among you who, if his son asks for bread, will give him a stone, or if he asks for a fish, this his father will give him a serpent, or if you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father who is in heaven get good things to those who ask him? So he uses this picture, and it's a theoretical, it's a rhetorical question. You've got a good father. If his son asks for food, he's not going to give him the opposite. If he asks for fish, you're not going to give him something that's going to hurt a serpent. The premise, then he says, if we being evil, and this is a sinful nature, if we, the human sinful people, can do great things, well, how much more can God do? And that's an important thing for us to look at. So it's the heart of God. If we can still love our children and love the people around us and do right, how much more would a heavenly father do even more of that? So we, what he's coming back to is trust. Trust God's plan, trust God's will, and trust that he wants to do great things in your life. He wants to bless you. He, wa he knows what he wants. He's got a plan. So part of that waiting is that, just waiting. Keep seeking, keep asking, keep seeking, keep knocking, and waiting for God to open the door because he wants to, and he will. But it has to be in his timing because there's so many other things going on. So we then, as we mentioned yesterday, go to John 15, we abide in him, stay in him, stay close to him, trust him, wait for him. I'm going to tell you, if somebody who often sits on my knees and says, Lord, I, this is something that I really believe we need, or I've been praying for this, and there are times that I, I can honestly say I don't always understand God's timing. I'm not asked to understand God's timing. I'm asked to trust his timing. So here's the thing. If I trust God's character, 
then I can trust his timing. So what do I do in the process? He's got one more verse there. So what do I do in the process while I'm waiting for God to answer that prayer? And we see that in verse 12. Therefore, whatever you want men to do to you, do also to them, for this is the law and the prophets. So in this process, I'm waiting. I treat other people appropriately. Uh, how I want to be treated, I treat them. And I let God take care of the things that I can't take care of. And uh, the circumstances, the situations, the people, let God take care of those things. Because we can live in the what if and the nervousness of all of these things. And what we need to do is just look to Jesus, trust in Jesus, and wait and see what's going to happen. Because he is still in control. And if we do believe in that, we do believe in God's sovereignty, then we need to make a point to keep our eyes on him and trust him to do what God knows is best to do in our lives. Well, thanks for joining us today as we take a few minutes out of our day. Again, we strive to do this every Monday through Friday, um, pending unless the schedule somehow makes it impossible. But we strive to put it out there every Monday to Friday. And uh, again, you can find it on my Facebook page, Grace Baptist Church's Facebook page, and Grace Baptist Church's YouTube channel. And uh, we greatly appreciate the privilege to be part of your day. Hope it's an encouragement and hope you stick with us as we continue studying the life of Christ. Thanks for joining us again today. We look forward to seeing you tomorrow.